All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Mixed Media Forest Podcast. It's been forever. I'm back on the mic again. Well, I've been on the mic here and there already, but I'll tell you about that later. Welcome back to the podcast where I trudge through the forests of media, seeking out hidden gems for you, the listener. I'm Jason Lampro, and I thank you for joining me. Prepare for fun, laughter, positivity, rants, reviews, and recommendations about all things media. Man, oh man, it feels so good to be back. That little rock and ditty that you heard at the beginning of the of the podcast was by an old band that I used to go see back in the day. Saw them a couple of times. They were always really rocking. It's called Hagfish. And the song, if you listen to the lyrics, was about a... Uh, going downtown on a lady friend while she uh, does her work, you know, get down under the desk, help her out, you know, ladies need love too. And that's a, that song was called Stamp, Eat It While I Work, which pretty much is the whole point of the song, but it's fun and it's dirty and it's rocking. And I thought it was something to get the mood up, get you ready for this podcast because It might be all downhill from here, but we'll find out together, won't we? Man, my mouth is so dry. I've got the vapors. I feel all nervous again, like I'm recording my first couple episodes or something. Well, it has been eight long months since I put out an episode of Mixed Media Forest, and I apologize to all of you out there because apparently there's still a whole bunch of you that want to listen to this, which badass to me go right ahead i love that yeah apparently um while i've been gone mixed media forest has gotten up to uh 34 000 listens and granted 11 000 listens of that is for episode 45 which i i know i sound like a broken record but i still don't know why i'm just gonna say psycho stick did it because that little karaoke ditty in number 45 was pure gold. I even woke up my wife at three in the morning doing it. So you know it's a gym. So in the last eight months, what has happened? A ton. Um, My kids went into, well, my oldest of the two, who is now almost eight. He went into virtual learning last year. He gamed the system, really didn't pay much attention. And, uh, Got it squeaked by because everybody got a passing grade, basically. So this year, we were going to put them in, and the school has just kind of seemed like a bit of a shit show. So we're going to homeschool, which means less time to podcast. Always less time to podcast. So between my 5-year-old and my 7-year-old, almost 8-year-old, my life is so damn busy. So my eight-year-old, I'm going to say, because he's almost there anyway, he's a, he's got a defiance issue. And so every day I get to spend fighting and arguing with him just to do normal tasks that kids should have to do. And I keep trying to sink it into his skull that, man, sometimes if you just help out, life is so much easier. But then again, there are adults that still don't know that. My five-year-old, uh, daughter, she is disabled. 
She has uh, Soto syndrome, and she has Lennox-Gastaut, which is a, a medically resistant form of um, epilepsy. She is just starting to have to go into um, a whole bunch of physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, and uh, it's made a whole lot more appointments for us. And on top of that, if the appointment train wasn't full enough already, my wife got rear-ended about three months ago, and she has been having to now go to massage and chiropractic and physical therapy for her injuries from the accident. So things have been so busy. It's just every day is another appointment, another day at work, and I get home and I make dinner and I sit down and I watch some garbage TV and consume some media for a couple hours and then I'm tired and I just crash out and get up and do it all over again without making a podcast. And here and there, there have been a couple of little bright spots where I'll stay up a night, which I basically have to sacrifice a night to make a podcast anymore, or at least until kids go back to some semblance of real school. So I am sacrificing the night tonight. And you guys are lucky too, because tomorrow is Pokemon Community Day, and I'm looking forward to doing that, even if I do have to get up earlier than I want, because I love Pokemon Go. Gotta catch them all. So other than being just overly busy, just our hands full all day long, um, on top of that, uh, Jamie's parents were helping watch the kids a little bit here and there before, and they recently, her father had back surgery and her mother had a bad infection that almost killed her. So they also haven't been around to take help take care of the kids any at all. So it's been just me and Jamie plugging along, taking care of two kids in a cold, harsh world. Cold and harsh, but again, looking on the bright side, it could be worse. I did lose a couple of my cleaning jobs, but I've had enough to keep me busy, and the rest of my time I have to devote to the family. Even if I can't do a full 40 hours, I have to devote the rest of my time to my family. It's important. i got to take care of them. So that's about it for the last eight months. Still being safe. Still haven't gotten sick. I haven't been sick in over a year and a half. It's been fantastic. Everybody, take my advice. You know, wear that mask when they ask you to. Be courteous. If you don't have to, like outside and stuff, don't. Please don't. It's so much better to not have to wear a mask outside. Uh, wash your hands, man. Wash your hands. Sanitize. Sanitize always. Carry a bottle of fucking sanitizer in your goddamn pocket, you hooligan. And just take care. You know, avoid gathering. I haven't seen... My dad moved up here last November and I still haven't gotten to go visit him yet because he's he's getting old and I'm really worried that I might pick something up that I won't get because I take a lot of vitamins and keep myself pretty healthy. I'm, I'm overweight, but I keep myself pretty healthy. And uh, he's, he's older and, and doesn't have the immune system that I do. And I worry that I might pick something up that won't get me, but would get him. So I just really haven't been visiting anyone. I haven't gone to any restaurants. I haven't gone to any events. I've just, I've just been chilling, just being a homebody and uh, taking care of the family. 
Did I say that already? <laughs> yeah, I sure did. So, much love to my homebodies. What up, my introverts? I'm with you. Haven't been sick in a while, have you? It's pretty badass. All right. But enough about me, and I'm not turning this show into a PSA or some shit. So, let's get on to that sweet, sweet media that you guys crave. First up, let's do my weekend books. And I know it's been eight damn months, but I'm still making it my weekend books deal. I just finished Jenny Lawson's new book, Broken, in the best possible way. And it was superb. It was super funny. And um, just like all of her books, I really, really enjoyed it. It was totally a hoot to listen to. And uh, I'm glad that she did the audiobook narration herself because it really puts that personality and character into the uh, into the story. That one was super duper. I gave that one five stars for sure. I just finished The Gangster, book six of the Galactic Football League series by Scott Sigler. Scott Sigler is one of my favorite horror horror novelists. And uh, he's got a gajillion books. All right, like like 25 or so. And he is so good. I read every single thing that Scott Sigler puts out because I know it's going to be superb. And there I go with superb again. Anywho, uh, The Gangster, book six of the Galactic Football League series, is a little bit different. The first five books were Quentin Barnes gets found as an orphan on a planet McCovey. He, uh, he's working in the mines, a really dangerous job. And uh, somebody sees him throw a rock exceptionally far. And they said, you know what? We should draft this kid, put him in football, and see if he can do anything. And it turns out that he could, and he turned into a beast. He took off and worked his way all the way up through the leagues in this fantastic series of books. And I'm not going to give you any more spoilers than that, just that he's an orphan, that he was pulled up from, you know, from the bitterest of existence and given such an opportunity. Uh, the Gangster is a continuation, and I think the second to last, or there's maybe two more books after this. And that'll complete the series. And I'm looking forward to that. I really want to see how this thing ends. I've been committed to it for six books so far. All right. What else did I read? I also read Hyperbole and a Half and Solutions and Other Problems, both by Ali Brosh. I just got a new tablet and I decided to read them because they're kind of in a comic book form and with the phone, the, it, the screen would have just been way too small for that to translate. But since I got a new tablet, I figured I'd check it out. And I downloaded it on my OverDrive app. OverDrive app, if you don't want to have to pay for your books, everybody. All you need is a library card. Get it. It's awesome. So anyway, both of the Ali Brosh books, really good. I like the first one, just a little bit more. But... What I liked about the second one was you could really see how much her art has improved over the course of a whole book, which is really neat. 
I also read The Martian by Andy Ware. I know I'm a little bit behind, but people kept talking about it, so I picked it up, read it, not even the audiobook. I read the actual book, you guys. Crazy, huh? Usually it's audio, audio, audio. But like I said, once I got that tablet, uh, I've been reading a little bit more too. It's just a lot easier to read on. My phone is just too small for that kind of stuff. So anyway, The Martian, killer book. Should have called it Wasted Die on Mars. Uh, Super duper. I gave it the highest of stars. And uh, I've just started into his second book, which is called Artemis. And it has been really good, too. It's pulled me in. I'm probably about a third of the way through it. And it's been exciting, just like The Martian did. I, I even read what the story was about and went, uh, I don't know if this is my cup of tea, but it has been a really exciting story and super good so far. So Andy Ware, check out his books. I'm pretty sure that his third one, um, 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 Project Hail Mary, something like that. Yeah, I don't have a computer in front of me, but. I'm sure it's going to be great, too, because I'm really loving Artemis so far. There's a bunch of other dang books in there. Tons and tons of audiobooks. Um, all the new Stephen King ones, Later, and Billy Summers, and uh, a bunch of great books. But that's all I'm going to give you for this week's. So that was my Weekend Books. Keep reading, everybody. It's good for your soul. For my weekend music. Totally unrelated. I just figured out that if I turn my microphone up full with my headphones on and I aim it up at my ceiling, I can hear what my upstairs neighbors are doing and saying. That's crazy. I would never use that for for harm. <laughs> As a matter of fact, just... Forget that I said anything at all. I, uh, I surely won't do that again. That would be weird. Anywho, for my weekend music, I am going to be a shameless promoter and start you off with, I did an episode of The Sixer Podcast for my homie Kevin, Kev Mo Slice, and, uh, that went swimmingly. It gave me a chance to be on the mic. It gave me a chance to play some good songs. It's episode 60. If you guys want to go back and listen to the Sixer podcast and hear my sweet dreamy voice on there. Cranking you out some good tunes. Crack up in a Sixer, baby. And then after that, like a day after, because I was still amped up from the experience, I did an episode of the Karaoke Biggie podcast. I did episode 192, Karaoke Big J. And, uh, man, it feels so weird listening to me doing karaoke songs. I hate my voice personally, but everybody says that I really rocked it. So thank you, everybody. Thank you to Scott Biggie for uh, giving me the opportunity to record one because it was really fun. I I was super critical about it, and uh, there are a couple things that I would fix were I to do another episode. Wink, wink. 
but uh anyway though it was it was super fun and uh yeah i think if i do another one i would end up uh recording it in my car or my mobile recording studio as i like to call it because then i could really belt out a song i have to be quiet i gotta let the kids sleep if i wake up the kids i deal with them no thank you nighttime is the only time i get some peace and quiet it's mine the night is mine what else in music uh oh i have been lately listening to a lot more of the new music of the day you know whatever the hit music is on the top 100 stations i know there's not even a top 100 station anymore that's how old i am but uh you know just just what the new stuff is on the the new the new pop the new hip-hop the new rap or you know what's what's being passed as it these days and i impressed my wife today with my musical knowledge now i have to explain how this is so much of an accomplishment but my wife is sweet and caring and hardworking, but she is a really tough nut to crack. I have to do things really fantastic to even get her attention. Uh, when it comes to like cracking a joke or something, you know, most of them just don't land. Most of them just burn out and crash into the ocean. But anyway, uh, today we were listening to the radio and every song that came on i was singing along to and like honestly half of them are from tiktok right now so if if you've been on tiktok at all in the last you know six weeks then you pretty much know half of the new music that's on the radio because they like promoting music on tiktok which is funny because we're not supposed to play music on podcasts hmm fishy but yeah anyway so i was just like you know all of my time um i feel like fucking something you know and then it was like you know like i don't know why i run away doody 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 do <laughs> it's just all the new stuff and uh yeah the missus was impressed she actually told me that she was impressed that i knew the words to so many of the new songs nowadays and I told her, you know, you just got to give them a chance. You know, I, I'm curious to see what, what new music is coming out. I might not love it all, but I don't hate it all either. I find the parts that I like, just like I have for every set of years so far. It's different, but in a way it's still the same. And also, as a side thought, for all of you Weird Al fans out there, a lot of today's new music is slow and easy to change the words to so easy to change the words to you know because what you know about pooping in your sleep when your body feels numb and your doo-doo starts to creep oh yeah there are so many of them i sing that stuff all day long i'm coming up with parody songs for different songs it's the best this is the best time for it right now there are so many cool songs that are huge on the radio and parody away. I feel like it's honestly one of the most sincere forms of flattery to to parody a song for someone. And you basically immortalize that song. 
All right, <laughs> maybe not quite so much, but it's a big deal. If I did music and someone parodied my music, I would personally thank them because that means that my music was so good that it earwormed into someone's head so long that they made new words for it. That is impressive. And on that note, I'm going to end my week in music. Next is my week in games. I sounded like a horse right there. That was weird. For my week in games, I played a little bit of PlayStation at the top of the eight months. I beat Final Fantasy VII Remake. That was pretty fun. Um, a little tunnely, but the fighting system was pretty fun and stuff. And uh, and I had a good time with it. I'm a little disappointed that there's going to be two more games that I'm going to have to purchase in order to get the entire Final Fantasy VII story when originally I played the Final Fantasy VII game until the finish. So that part kind of sucks, but the remake itself was pretty fun. I uh, I don't know if I'd give it the highest of scores, but I will say that it's worth playing. If you're into the Final Fantasy canon, it's, it's worth giving a play. After that, um, just a couple of months into the last eight months, I got an Xbox One. I know, I know, I know. It's not an S. It's not an X. But it's the next best thing. And it looks really slick. Honestly, I don't know. I don't think I'm missing very much in graphics and, and quality. It it runs well. It plays awesome looking games. The, the graphics are so sharp that I can wait. I can wait until the S and the X and whatever else gets a little cheaper. Put it back and put it down into my price range. But for now, I got the Xbox One and I went ahead and got Game Pass with that as well. Thanks to the guys at the Gamers Watch podcast. I've been listening to their show and man, the Game Pass games sounded so fun and there are so many of them. It's, it's a couple hundred games at any given time and they rotate out. They're constantly putting new stuff in. There's so many huge hit games from a bunch of old systems, from uh, games that I remembered playing on PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4, and there's a whole bunch of classic uh, Xbox games that I was playing back when I had my 360, or 360s, I should say, because they all died. They all died horrible red ring deaths. And that was why I was so reluctant to get an Xbox. But I saw a good deal on the Xbox One, and I jumped on it, and I've been super happy since. So, on Game Pass, man, I have been playing so many cool games on there. I'm um, like Manhunter, um, Katamari, Damacy. I got to replay that. I haven't played that since PlayStation 3. Uh, Viva Pinata. That was one from the past that I used to love. I used to sit up for night after night after night playing that on my 360. I had almost all of the achievements. It was, it was so much fun. 
Um, what else? Uh, I've been playing a hell of a lot of Hades right now. It's a roguelike. Um, you're the prince of hell and you're escaping the from your oppressive father. And you're just getting out of hell. He wants to see some new sights. Well, everything in hell is bent on killing him and keeping him from leaving hell. And when he, kill, when he gets killed, he starts right back at the beginning of the game again. But you get to keep the awesome godlike powers that you're slowly bestowed upon. And uh, all of the badass weapons that you earn during the game. So every run through you get stronger, faster, more wicked, more spells. Just you turn into a badass slowly. Like going to the gym every day and, and getting pumped up and then go out and doing it all over again. How much more can you accomplish this next time? I don't know, man. I have done a lot of escapes. I think I'm right around 30 escapes, and I get farther and farther and farther every time. But, man, the game has really pulled me in. It's been super fun, really engaging, and uh, super easy to play, and just a blast. Um, what else have I been playing? Oh, just today I picked up one called Omno. It's a puzzle game. It's, it's a little bit like there's some old games. One was called Abzu, and it was a game where you're in the ocean and you're swimming around with fish and whales and sharks and all kinds of cool stuff. Well, this one is a light-based game, and it's, um, it's really cool. You, uh, you go around. You've got this staff. You complete puzzles, and you, beat, you, you complete levels. There's all kinds of little creatures and stuff that you learn about as you grow. You get better and faster. Uh, I've gotten up to a point where like now I can throw my stick down and I can shred around on my on my light staff like it's a little mini snowboard. And that's super cool. And just like the whole game is, is leading towards this um, heaven-esque new world that... Uh, you have to make the worlds right before you can go on to. And it's been a uh, super fun and the puzzles have been kind of challenging, but, but I'm happy to admit that I haven't had to look in a game guide and I've been able to complete them all so far. So I'm really stoked about that because a lot of the times I'm like, screw this. I've tried this 20 times now. I'm just looking to see what game bro has to say about this. One final game that I've been having fun with, let's see, uh, Wreckfest. I've been playing quite a bit of Wreckfest. I've got the first three championships in career mode uh, almost completely finished. The first two are finished perfect, like full points on every race. And the third one, I'm, I'm working on that right now. Uh, almost opened the fourth series. I'm just, uh, I'm buying all the cars, I'm souping them up, I'm giving them all rad paint jobs, and then I'm just going out and trading paint, wrecking mofos, knocking them off the road, spinning them out. Oh, man, it's it's so much fun because you just you get to be wild. You get to be reckless. It's not racing where you have to stay in your lane and, and not run into people. No, it's racing where you just get to knock guys off the road. Be like, oh, you guys are ahead of me? not anymore and they're plowed into the wall that is the good stuff on top of that there's a whole bunch of extra cool stuff on there there's a uh, figure eight tracks <laughs> those are a blast they have a whole bunch of different destruction derbies 
with crazy vehicles, um, lawn mowers, school buses, um, combines. <laughs> yeah, like seriously, the ones that cut uh, corn and stuff in the fields. Yeah, you wreck those in a demolition derby. And it's pretty sweet. Motorhomes, that's another really fun one. And this is what I do instead of recording podcasts in the middle of the night because, man, I'm so out of energy. And the only energy I have is to press buttons and get dopamine. Man, press buttons, get dopamine. That's a good name for a video game documentary, if I do say so myself. Alright, next up is my weekend movies. For my weekend movies, I really don't have very many movies. I honestly haven't watched very many movies since my February movie challenge where I watched a new movie every day of February and they had to be in alphabetical order from A to Z. Uh, movie titles starting from A to Z and uh, it was really fun but you know what? I really didn't want to watch that many movies after that and I still haven't gotten back into the movie spirit. I catch a new one here and there um, the only one that comes to mind is I watched the new Bill and Ted and that was pretty good. It was, um, it was fun because there was so many nostalgic throwbacks and mentions and guest stars. As far as was it a good movie? Eh, I really think it was kind of so-so. It, was, it had its funny points and it had a couple of points that just made me sad because the guys are so old I mean they're so old it happens to all of us but it's hard to see these youthful characters that are Bill and Ted you know just fresh out of high school you know trying to make it in life and stuff and now they're just they're just 40 something year old men and it's cool and I'm so glad that they did it because like I said I got some laughs and and I enjoyed the movie, and, and I, I liked it for what it was. But it just at the same time kind of reminds me of our creeping mortality. So I couldn't watch it wholeheartedly. Every time I saw the wrinkles on Keanu's face and stuff, I was just like, man, you know, this guy, my hero is getting old. You know, someone that I look up to so much is, uh, you know, slowly aging away. It's crazy to me. Boy, it just happens to all of us. Happens to the best of us. But, man, it's hard to watch sometimes. Like, look, uh, just recently, Norm MacDonald died. Man, big RIP to Norm MacDonald. Because that, I was really bummed for a couple of days over that. He's, what a funny guy. How are they going to replace him in all of these shows and stuff that he does voice bits and stuff for? Uh, you know, just... You never know. You never know when someone's going to be gone. So, cherish what people give you. Who knows? This could be my last episode. I'm going to try not, but who knows? Boy, I am a somber Sally tonight. Um, let's see. There isn't really any more movies. Uh, just watch a relevant one here and there, and I can't think of any more. So... Let's go into my 
week in streaming. We'll put the two segments together. Dun, dun, dun. Once again, I'm just spitballing these because, honestly, if I gave you the whole list of stuff that I've watched for the last eight months, I'd be sitting here, you know, making you a five-hour podcast. Can't go there. So, let's see. I I finished Mom. We watched, uh, me and the missus watched the entire series from start to finish, and it was good. It was funny. Um, a little predictable. Uh, sometimes just almost too over the top and I sometimes have an issue with shows where somebody gets lies or does something bad and then covers it up and then the whole entire episode is just a comedy of tragedies of them doing all kinds of wackier and crazier things to not get in trouble for this thing that wouldn't have gotten them in as much trouble in the very first place if they had just stepped up and confessed. Um, but all in all, it was a fun show, and and I did get some enjoyment out of it, so I can't say it was all bad. That was a that was mom. Um, let's see. The missus and I are also cruising through Supernatural right now. I just hit season 13, and, uh, boy, man, these guys cannot die. I swear, they die or they come back. They die or they come back. Nobody in this fucking show can stay dead. <laughs> well, maybe a couple of people, but for the most part, nobody stays dead in Supernatural. No wonder this show goes so long. But still enjoying it. Still it's still a good show here and there. There's an episode that's kind of a little bit boring, but this new men of letters stuff is, is kind of interesting. And, uh, going into season 13, maybe they'll give us something else cool to watch. Um, I've heard that it's a bit of a downer ending, but I'm just going to troop through it and, uh, see where it all ends up when I get there. The biggest show that I've been streaming in my world lately has been motherfucking One Piece. Oh my god, I'm such a One Piece fucking fanboy. Jesus Christ, I fucking love that show so goddamn much. The characters, the powers, the powers, God, I am blown away by how OP some of the characters are in this show. One Piece is the most badass anime that you're ever going to see. I would stack it up against so many. And you know what? To the people that are like, One Piece is not even any good. Dude, it's got 900 and something episodes. It's been out for 25 years. Dude, there are no other animes besides like Dragon Ball and that's not still making episodes that have been out for 25 years. I just hit episode 745, just finished the Dressrosa saga, and wow, man, wow. This show makes me just laugh out loud. It makes me scream. It makes me shout. I jump up and down. I clench my fists. 
I get so into the action. I I cry. There are so many heart heartwarming stories. There's so many tearjerker stories. Uh, just everybody's character has such a great fleshed out story that makes them who they are and makes them do the things that they do. It's it's like the perfect anime to me. I of all of the animes that I've watched, and maybe this is because I've watched 745 episodes, which is more episodes than I've watched of any anime ever. Uh, I just have to say that like I have stuck to it and stuck through it and I have had nothing but just the most immense entertainment from watching this. If anybody out there is a fan of anime, like I seriously will recommend this until I die. Watch One Piece. It starts out a little rough. I'm going to say the first 50 episodes are a little rough, but it's all there. The plot's all there. The story's all there. Just get through a little bit of rough animation and then it just becomes magnificent. And the storyline and the plots and the characters. I could go on and on. And it's a hero's journey. The hero's journey storyline is my favorite storyline of all time. Always has been. So Luffy, our hero, with his stretchy body. Man, saving the day. Saving people. Stopping injustices. Fighting the corrupt people of the world just god it's so badass i could i could go on like for an entire podcast about one piece for sure but i'll stop my promise all right but enough about that because if i go any further i'm gonna start pulling out the voices and say that one piece is so bad <laughs> love it love it love it love it all right let's dig into Netflix. Let's give you a couple from my Netflix queue. Um, Big Mouth. I watched the newest season of Big Mouth and had a great time with it. I, it was a little weaker, I think, than the previous seasons. There. Hmm. How do I put it? Um, some of the funny has been kind of traded for overly gross. And I don't find it as funny. I like the more slapsticky, you know, kids uh, talking themselves into trouble. Kids, you know, doing stupid things to get themselves into a jam and stuff. I'm I'm not as super into the like ultra gross. This is disgusting, and so it's funny. It's it's funny, but it's not funny on a level. Um, I need a little more storyline funny than, than grossness. Um, but otherwise, yeah, great new season. Uh, Big Mouth has been good all the way through so far. Fantastic cast, good characters, great voices. Um, love the hormone monsters. And the hormone monsters? <laughs> oh, and last, but not fucking least, not by a goddamn long shot. This little fucking gym, man. This this diamond in the rough here. Bo Burnham inside. That was 
amazing. I laughed. I fucking shed a tear. I was thoroughly engrossed. His music is so catchy. Oh my god. Bo writes the catchiest tunes. And like, and man, his story, you know, that he goes through. He he quit. He stepped out of the limelight five years ago because he couldn't take it. It was just too much for him. Uh, you know, he had anxiety issues and stuff, and he just, he couldn't keep performing for people. It was too much. And he goes and, you know, is just getting ready to make a comeback, to throw himself back into the limelight, and then COVID hits. And it just, you know, just butt-fucked him like everyone else and is continuing to butt-fuck us all. So, in who's, he just uh, makes this artful little fucking almost college-style film and he narrates and he plays music and, man, like, half of that stuff is already sound bites on TikTok. That's how huge the music is. Bo Burnham writes the catchiest music that I've ever heard. Like, like in my lifetime, he is one of the most catchy lyricists that I've ever heard. And, uh, you know, the whole, the whole thing, the inside tells a tale. It tells a tale of COVID. It tells a tale of not seeing your friends and you know, committing yourself to staying inside, to not going out and seeing the world, to... You know, making insecure little jaunts to the store to get the couple things that you need and then run back home because the killer COVID's going to get you, you know, just like we're all going through right now. And uh, it's just, it's beautiful. Inside by Bo Burnham is a beautiful piece of film. And I, I heard that he's up for an Emmy and he completely deserves it. It's one of the most beautiful specials that I've seen, um, for sure, of this year, and probably of the last few. That concludes my week in movies and week in streaming, I guess. All right, one last sweet, sweet hit of media to go. One last sweet hit of media to stick up in your pipes and smoke. I'm going to do my weekend podcasts woo wee everybody I'm flagging good thing I've got this Mio energy sipping it down black cherry mmm that's the good stuff keeping me going for my weekend podcasts for my weekend podcasts first off I have to send a big farewell shout out to the hashtag no offense show on the inner circle podcast network what a great show you are going to be super missed it was always one of my first listens whenever a new hashtag no offense show popped up on my feed that was one of the first ones that i was going to get into um, i still talk with my homeboy chris Wutsky here and there and uh i'll uh I'll talk about him here in a little bit. And then also uh, the Duchess, Dutchie Wetski. I uh, I miss her. I only see her every now on Instagram. Uh, that's what happens. You know, people are around and then people go. But anyway, uh, 
farewell to the hashtag no offense show. It was a great show. I even did a guest spot on it. Um, somewhere back, if you look it up, you can find me. I believe I talked about shadow people, which is something pretty common with me. All right, next up, I re-listened to my first 10 episodes of the Mixed Media Forest podcast while I was on my downtime. And um, my thoughts are, what happened to the joy in my heart? Man, I am so much more somber and uh, I can't say negative about things, but like just uh, desultory, you know, just man, sometimes it's, it's, it seems like everything is just too much right now. And uh, those first 10 episodes, I was like a fresh-faced babe in the woods, just pouncing around, not knowing what I was doing, recording on two phones. Um, and they they do sound pretty good. Like, I, I got the sound quality pretty good for, for using a couple of phones and stuff, phoning it in for so long. I mean, I phoned in my first 47 episodes or something, so... I went a long time using just a phone, but I think they're pretty good episodes. They stand. There's a couple with some sound issues here and there, but for the most part, they still hold up. I think they're still fun and still worth listening to. Uh, a bit cringy, my first couple episodes, just because, man, I was so new to it, and I just, I really didn't know what I was doing. I was just, I was just having fun and playing in a new mud puddle, and, um, yeah, just uh, seems like there was a lot more joy. I think that, I think that family and and work and COVID and everything has just kind of kicked my ass lately, and um, made me a little teeny bit more pessimistic than usual. But there's still love in there. There's still joy. I find ways to to laugh and be happy and express my love every day, and that's what counts. Next up on my weekend podcasts, uh, I want to shout out the Out of the Blink podcast. They just passed 900 episodes. My boy, Boy Rogan, Robbie Robertson, the intrepid host of the Out of the Blink podcast. This kid is a, a beast. Like, seriously, I tell him and he's like, oh, I don't want to get a swelled head about it. But, like, no, for real, this guy has done 900 episodes in, like, three years, four years. It hasn't even been that long. And he just busts them out. I've been listening since episode, like, 475 or something. I've been on uh, guest spots on there four times, I think. And it's always a blast. And it's such a simple podcast, but... It's it's so good at the same time. It's just a conversation. That's all it is. It's out of the blank. It's what comes to your head while you're having a conversation. And Robbie has just, over the years and for all the conversations that he's had, he is like a master conversationalist. Dude's like 23, man. And he is a master conversationalist, this kid. 
Like he can, he can move a conversation. He can get things going. He can slow it down. He can bring back stuff. Uh, the callbacks are incredible. And, um, like I just, I don't even think that he realizes his own self-worth, just how incredible that is. Like he just put out like episode 917. It's, it's so crazy. He did a five hour 911 episode. Like, I can't help it. Like, I, I'm jacking this kid off. But like, at the same time, like, man, the Out of the Blank podcast is super good. And there's a whole bunch of fun people. Uh, I've done it. Uh, the Angry Dad, Ben Bullman, has done it. He's one of my favorite ones to listen to on there. Jason Latona. Dude's a, he played a Power Ranger. Um, Adam Nutter, another big favorite of mine. Uh, comedian on a couple of podcasts and uh, I love that dude too so many conversations with so many people from so many walks of life from everything from your stoners your comedians you're all the way up to you know PhDs and doctors and just really really cool people and you never know what's going to happen. You never know where it's going to go. And uh, it gives people a chance to really just chat and get into what they want to talk about. That's the Out of the Blank podcast. I highly recommend that one. All right. Let's throw out a couple of quick honorable mentions. Uh, the Couch Pilots podcast. Been listening to them. They're part of the Sixer and Karaoke Big E family. Just hit episode 300. Congratulations, guys. That's really awesome. The Shitty Song of the Week podcast. I, it's another one of those podcasts that every time a new one drops, I gotta listen to it. Gotta, gotta, because they're so much fun. Man, I never thought I would have so much fun listening to shitty music. <laughs> but the Shitty Song of the Week podcast is the Mad Notes. And everybody should listen to that one. The Glenn Thinks Stuff podcast. Glenn, like me, has been putting them out inconsistently, but inconsistently he's put out way more than I have in the last eight months. They're always fun, always something new and interesting, and uh, he just keeps me entertained. He always makes me laugh. I would love to do a podcast with Glenn and just shoot the shit because he is such a good just salt of the earth guy and uh i think i even mentioned him a few times in a previous podcast or two another great one to listen to a fairly new one that just uh just started dropping on my feed the boomer bunker podcast that one is uh the Podfather john jamingo and boomer bob of the boomer bob show get together and they do a morning show and a sometimes afternoon show. And uh, they're daily, I think, uh, Monday through Friday or something like that. So there's a lot of episodes per week, which is nice. And it's just two older guys shooting the shit about what's going on in the world today. And gosh, Lord knows there's enough craziness and there's enough fucked up shit that they can keep talking till the cows come home. Also, dad jokes. Lots of dad jokes. So that one's been super fun to listen to. Uh, the Coffee Buzz. Brad at the Coffee Buzz. 
badass. I love that show. He is always doing cool things to improve. Man, sometimes I wish that my kids were just a little bit older because I know when they get to that age where they're a little bit older and they take care of themselves more, I'm going to have a lot more time to do exercising and meditation and breathing exercises and all the things that I kind of want to do now, but just don't have the time for it. But Brad, Brad's doing it. And he wants to live to be like 140 years old. And I'm with you, Brad. You can make it to 140. You can make it to a fucking 160 if you want, motherfucker. I'm with you. Brad of the Coffee Puzz. Check that one out. And last but not least, I'm going to shout out again, because I've already dropped his name once, but (laughs) I'm a name dropper. Ben Bullman, the Angry Dad Podcast. Just passed 500 episodes of badassness. Man, if I am feeling shitty... If I am not feeling like doing anything, if I don't want to go to work and I don't want to do anything to help out around the house and shit, man, I just put on an Angry Dad podcast because he will whip you into shape. Listen to Ben. He will tell you, (laughs) he will tell you, get up off your fucking ass and do some shit, you know, make, make what you can with life right fucking now because you don't know if you have any fucking longer. That's the kind of shit that I like to hear. And uh, he's just super motivational. And things are doing really good for him right now and stuff. And uh, peep his Instagram. The Angry Dad Podcast Instagram. uh, Ben Bullman. Man, that is fire. He is dropping the memes all day long. And they crack me up. He, He floods my Instagram page. And you know what? Worth it. Again. There are so many awesome, awesome podcasts out there. I've only, that's the tip of the iceberg. That's, there's, there's so much more. The Fart Mouth podcast, I've been listening to a bunch. Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks. There's a gajillion of them. But that for right now is going to end my weekend podcasts. We are getting close to the end. All we got left is the shout outs. So, Strap in. All right, everybody. It's time for the shout outs. This is a bunch of people who I am so glad are in this great big world with me. Starting Robbie Robertson of the Out of the Blank podcast. You have been my biggest friend as of late. You really, you've reached out and always been there when I need someone to talk to. Big, big props, man. Anime Talk with Matt St. Jack. A new anime show that I just started listening to. It's really fantastic. Uh, Biggie at the Karyo Biggie Podcast. Kebmo Slice at the Sixer. Glenn at Glenn Think Stuff Podcast. Jason Almy at the... Kimagure Orange Road podcast on Creatures of the Night and also on Shit Happens When You Party Naked Behind a Paywall but Team Almy Productions if you want to join the Patreon and listen to it yourself Carrie at The Gutter Podcast Kieran and Turch at We Only Do One Take Podcast Brad at The Coffee Buzz Ben Bullman, the Angry Dad. Check out his Instagram, Straight Fire. That motherfucker Jody B of the Po Boys podcast 
and the BBC podcast. Not British Broadcasting Channel. Not Big Black Cox. It's the Big Brother Companion. A pretty fun podcast about Big Brother. And I don't even watch Big Brother. That's how much I like it. Chris Watsky, formerly of Hashtag No Offense Show, now of Creatures of the Night, and another fellow creature, host of the Simmons and Moore podcast with Bobby Moore, and the reason I started watching One Piece. Adam motherfucking Simmons. You rock, man. Big love. Another badass Adam on my list. Adam Nutter of The Cult of Us and The Porcupine Podcast. I'm listening to The Porcupine. Man, you're turning me more into a libertarian every motherfucking day, man. It isn't going to take much more. <laughs> also, to uh, Boomer Bob of The Boomer Bob Show and The Boomer Bunker. And also, John Jamingo, you big badass. So, thank you, Boomer Bob, also, for all of the gifts on Pokemon. And I hope you're totally ready for Community Day tomorrow. Hope you catch them all, my dude. That is just the tip of the spear of gratitude. Thank you so much to everyone who's reached out. And as always, if I missed you, it ain't to diss you. I'll get you next time. Much love. Alas, we've once again come to the end of the show. So... I want to thank you all again for listening from the bottom of my heart. Thank you to everybody, even the people that have listened for a few minutes and turned it off because it wasn't their thing. Hey, you gave me a try. That's what counts. To everyone, thank you. Thanks again. Feel free to favorite, share, or rate Mixed Media Forest on your favorite podcast player, Amazon, or iTunes. I can be found on Twitter at MediaForestCast, on Instagram at Jason Lampro Podcasts, got a favorite game, movie, app, book, album, podcast, etc. Email me at MixedMediaForest at gmail.com. Do you love Mixed Media Forest? You can sponsor me at Anchor FM for as little as a dollar a month, You can, or you can make a one-time donation with PayPal, Cash App, or Google Pay. All of the links can be found in my podcast description. The more donations I receive, the more time I'll have free to create magnificent podcast content for you, you lovely listeners, you. So dig deep and give. Give till it hurts. For my final quote, I'm going to pull out one of my missives that has uh, worked for me for a long time. Do the day. And let the day do you. Much love. But, 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 but wait, there's more surprises. What'd you think I was going to leave you like that? Nah, we're going out with a motherfucking bang up in this bitch. I'm going to play you another track off of Hagfish Rocks Your Lame Ass. And you know what? I don't have any advertising, so I can play music. Yeah, take that, motherfuckers. Fuck yeah.